My name is Eric Gonzalez, and this is... Andrea Martinez. This is Andrea Martinez. Sure. Uh, we are, and who are we? We are the creative team, uh, a ministry here at New Harvest. Um, and there's a few other churches that now have creative teams, which is super awesome. Uh, we started this about uh, two years ago now, and um, our whole goal was to serve the mission of New Harvest, which is reaching the world and reaching our community. Uh, you probably remember our old slogan from back in the day when we had that old Globe logo, and it was reaching the, reaching the community, reaching the world, and we still took on that vision. Um, we're still making that strive to, to reach our community especially. Um, there's a lot of things that we do in the creative team. We're not just photographers, like you probably see us during conference and during church services, but we do a lot of behind-the-scenes work. Um, the creative team consists of I think we just lost our PowerPoint. You okay, George? All right. And um, so it consists of photography, yes, videography, uh, graphic design, video design, editing, audio design, a ton of things in our church that we do here. Um, and one of our main, one of our main creative team's uh, aspects is social media. Uh, through social media and other creative outlets, you obviously see our flyers. You see stuff like this that we create. So in all the workshops, we've, had, we've probably had a hand in helping create those. Um, all the unstoppable logos, all the unstoppable flyering, all those, those cards that you receive, the flyers, all the, the bulletin boards, um, they were made by uh, the majority of the creative team. Um, and our creative team consists of 10 to 11 people and in our church alone, um, which is a huge team. When we started, it was just us. And uh, after a few months, we realized it was a lot of work. It's, it was a lot of work. It wasn't, oh, just slap a photo on and put a text on, and then that's it. No, we had, we had multiple events a month. We had all these different things that we had to make sure that we were including uh, for the month-to-month -month basis of our church. Because in New Harvest Norwalk, we have over 30 events a month, whether it's marriage makeover, outreaching, conferences, men's discipleship, women's meetings, and stuff like that. So when we started, we were like, whoa, this is an overwhelming, you know, thing. And so we brought on a team. We found people that could help us that were some talented and some not, but that was okay. We were able to teach them. We were able to teach them, you know. There were some people that never held a camera before, a professional camera that we use. Us. We, we didn't, when we started, it's like, let's learn how to do this because we want to help better our church. Um, and so, and with a lot of help from our pastors, we, we talked to them, we found their vision, and we've been doing it for two years now, and it's been amazing. Um, one of our biggest helpers, yes, thank you, God bless. One of, our, one of our, 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 our big inspirations and where we get a lot of our help from is, believe it or not, Pastor Ruben Sandoval, Jr., uh, he does a lot of our behind-the-scenes work. If you didn't know that, um, talk to him. Just kidding. If it don't look good. <laughs> but uh, so now that you know a little bit about who we are, we want to share some tips and things that we've learned along the way um, and some things to avoid and some mistakes that we've made maybe uh, just so that if you are in a creative team at your church or if you want to join a creative team or if your church doesn't have a creative team and you want to start one, you have some good tips to go based off of. Um, just from the past two years that we've been building this creative team. So um, our first tip is for social media and what to post. 
And so we're going to start with two uh, basic principles all creatives should aim for, and that's consistency and quality. And um, so consistency. We want to be consistent, especially if we're doing social media. We don't want it to be where if somebody comes on our New Harvest Church account, you know, um, and they haven't seen anything posted in two weeks. It's like, what's going on? Are you guys alive? Is the church there? Come on, you know? <laughs> so make sure that we're posting frequently. Uh, set goals. For an example, um, we, we have a calendar that we create. We created a month in advance. And um, we, we set to do five posts per week, five to six. So there might be one day that we skip, but for the majority, we're constantly posting something. Um, keep a calendar to prepare um, ahead of time and schedule your post. Um, that's why we have a team. So with our team, when we create our calendar, we put in mind, okay, uh, Monday we're going to post a recap of Sunday. Who should we have make that, for example? Um, say I put one of our team members... Praise. Praise. You have the, uh, the, you're scheduled to make a post for Monday's post. So you're going to grab information from Sunday, whether it's a quote, a short video clip, or a photo of, say, Pastor Salazar preaching. Add a quote with it, and that's her duty for Monday. That relieves us of having to take care of that. And then for Tuesday, we do the same thing. We post stuff like related or relate groups. We give them a shout out. And just to let the people know, that's what's here. And that's what's going on in our church. Um, this is something the creative team has the power to do, whether you're beginner, beginners or experts. And we'll go down the line. And our next one is quality. And in quality, Andrea's going to take over on this one. She likes to have fun with making sure quality is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so quality is like an important factor. It's just as important, oh, it's just as, important as uh, consistency. They go hand in hand. And uh, for that... If you're not producing quality content, it weakens the impact of your consistency. So uh, the following ideas uh, we're going to give you are to help you produce quality content. So the first one is going to be posting clear and sharp photos. So here are some photos that we've taken. Uh, and honestly, you don't need a fancy equipment. If at your church you don't have, like, a camera, use your phone. It's a, it's a great, you can utilize it. Uh, it has a ton, of, a ton of features on it, you know. And uh, that's when we first started, like Eric said, we didn't have a camera. We didn't have, we didn't have anything. We didn't even know how to create graphics. We had, like, an app. So just we had the vision for it, and, you know, God gave us that, yeah. that vision for it. So, you know, we, we started small, but, you know, through, through consistency, we, you know, we made it here, and we're still going. So uh, just an example, just post kids. That's, like, a good start, you know, post, posting kids of your from your fellowship and your, yeah, yeah, from your ministry. So from kids, like, it shows people if, you know, if it's, like, their first time, it helps them say, like, oh, they have kids' ministry, they have something for me, like, they have, uh, they have something for my child, you know, and, like, that's a big thing for, for people, you know. Yeah, people, people always wonder, like, is, it, is there things for my children? Is there different ministries for different people? Um, Recently, here's a good idea. Recently, our church started a, um, I believe it's a uh, special needs program here in our church, um, which Pastor Bob Marcus and his wife are leading, which is super awesome. I believe they're doing a workshop today, so if you can go see that one after, yeah. go over there. And, um, and that's one example of uh, somebody, we, we, we used to get messages all the time, do you guys have programs with special needs? 
Uh, and we're wow. now we're able to post about that and let our community know that it's available for them. And it's just not for that, but it's for every ministry in our church. Yeah. Um, just a little tip. Uh, when you're posting or anything, uh, use proper grammar. It's like a big, it's a big thing. It reflects uh, professionalism, and it avoids uh, typos. So one way we do that, we have two people uh, look at it, look at the what you're going to post, you know, the caption. It just helps. It just helps it, you know, be accountable. So you know what you're posting, and that's that's another just a little tip. Uh, the next thing we have is a include uplifting quotes, like next thing to post. You know, uh, post a quote from your pastor's latest sermon, and this also helps just uh, kind of give people like inspiration throughout the week. Uh, it just it just helps you just um, bring that bring that like a little motivation for the next day. You know, it can be Monday, but the day before was Sunday. You know, post a little quote from your pastor. So here are some examples. Uh, pastor Danny, ask us. We just use that. We just throw one up. And then uh, when Pastor Ruben came to preach, we, you know, we, we did something creative with that one. We draw, we drew on the photo, and we just made it look. You know, we, we made it come alive. So uh, just different things like that, you know, uh, creativity. You can literally draw on a photo and, like, create a caption for it, and, like, it goes a long way. And uh, so, yeah, that's just throughout the week, post quotes after your services. That, that's a great uh, way to just reach other people and say, hey, like, that's a that's going to motivate me. You know, yeah, because, you know, if you're on social media, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, what do you see when you're scrolling? You always see these these inspirational quotes, right? Well, if they can be straight out straight out of the Word of God, that's yeah. even better. True. You know what I mean? There's a lot that will either, if it's a great quote, you know, like I believe Pastor Rubin says, I can't even read it, but if it's something just powerful, if, if you, so that's why as creatives as well, when we're in service, mm-hmm. we're taking notes. We're, we're listening, we're getting the word injected into us so that we can help reiterate it onto our social media platforms and our, in, and our Facebook and our website, you know. Um, and it's just not, it's just not it's something cool to look at, you know, but it's, it's engaging, you know. Right. And that brings us to that last point. Right. The next one is uh, create content that engages the audience and promotes spiritual practice. So we have these uh, throughout the week. We come to church twice a week. Other than that, people are on their phones most of the time. Probably people on their phone more than they are in church. So will we will we come in practice? So text someone you're thankful for. That that like that brings such an uplifting thing. And then also take 20 seconds to pray. Like outside of church, you're you're provoking someone to pray. So that's what, let's count down. Take 20 take 29 seconds to pray for strength within your life. Take 29 seconds to pray for your pastors. Something like that. That just provokes spiritual practice. Also, like, what's your prayer need? You know, it engages the community outside of church. Like, what's your prayer need? You know, what are you, what are you praying for? Like, what, how can we pray for you? So that's just a, just a few tips uh, to, to get out there. You know, it's a, it's, a great, it's a great tool to just use. You know? Yeah. And so on, uh, on our next point, we want to give you guys some things to avoid when using social media, uh, posting things on your website, whatever it might be. Um, so, so tip number one for things to avoid is overuse of stock photos. Um, I think that one, yeah, that one's on there. Uh, and people from your church. So when we talk about stock photos, you might go onto Google and type in um, guy lifting up his hand, right, for a post. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll see a guy lifting up his hand. And that's cool. That's great if you don't have the resources. Mm-hmm. But like we said, use your phone if you don't have a camera stuff like that, use, use people from your church. You know what I mean? When, every time we post something, 
you might not be able to tell sometimes, but uh, on the background of our, our image here in the first slide, there's actually a photo there. It's very, you can barely see it, but um, yeah, that's our church right there, right? It looks like a stock photo that you might have pulled off Google, but that's one of our, you know, members in our church, and that's probably Sister Yoveta in there or something. And so you, taking photos like that is super easy, even if it's with your phone. Um, so we encourage you to use original content. Uh, you know, like we said, using your iPhone is great, or if you have Android, that's fine too. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> just kidding. We're not going to go there today. We're not going to go there. That's another message. Just kidding. That's just kidding. Um, the next point, we can go back to that slide, Georgie. Um, the next point is hard to read slides. So here's one tip that we always go by. Too much info, too much text, small lettering, hard to read fonts. So we want to make sure when we're creating our content to have clean uh, lettering, simple message across the board. Um, uh, one, of our, one of our things for this Unstoppable Conference is we just want to let people know it's Unstoppable Conference at New Harvest Norwalk. You know what I mean? And that's plain and simple to the point. The point gets across. People know at conferences, you know, um, and we can always explain more in our caption if we need to. But keep that post beautiful. Keep it simple. Um, be careful with colors. Try not to use colors that are going to not blend well. For example, if you have, if you take a photo that's blue, like that one earlier, and you put bright green lettering on it, it might not blend well. So, and even that, that goes for even, um, like we, for, for example, we help our pastors make their PowerPoints. So um, a lot of the PowerPoints you'll see this week, we've helped edit them, create them. Um, Pastor Edwin used his last night. And uh, that was beautiful. Your, your message, the blueprints and everything was awesome. So you had the blue with the blueprints. And you had nice big white lettering. Easy to read. Simple to see. It was, it was beautiful. It wasn't too busy. It was perfect to me. You know? So that's one of the main things we want to get across. Uh, the next one is insider language on our slides or on our flyers, brochures, anything we have. So avoid words like using... Um, if you have an event coming up uh, and it says uh, outreach this Tuesday, potluck, uh, for potluck information, see brother so-and-so, see sister so-and-so. Now, for the people that have been to your church, that are coming to your church for the first time or that have been here, you know, very little, they might not know who brother or sister so-and-so is. You know what I mean? So I would suggest, like our church, we have a guest services table here when you walk out either side of the doors. I would, we would put, see guest service table for, for more information or email at your email church, you know, whatever it could be. Um, let's avoid, you know, insider language. Um, the next one is highlighting the same people. Um, and in this one, we want to make sure that we're showing diversity um, throughout our entire fellowship as well. You know, not focusing, not always posting the same people, but um, it'll, give, it'll give newcomers a community to identify with. You know what I mean? So if we're always posting this just pastors, 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 and that's all they're seeing is just the pastors preaching, that's great, and that'll help spread the, the word of God, you know, in Jesus', in Jesus name. But uh, like we said earlier, we want to post the kids. We want to post, um, yeah, our relate groups, you know, different areas. A lot of times we even post uh, behind the scenes. 
uh, of the sound guys doing sound or the, the lighting guys or the video guys doing their ministries, um, or we'll even go to the nurseries before they start nursery and take some photos of the ministry workers setting up, stuff like that. Just get more engaged with your church so people know who's here, you know what I mean? Um, one of, the, one of the, the things that Pastor Richard told us is um, he wanted to see more of the leaders, of the people or the ministry workers, like who's working at our church, you know what I mean? So if somebody that's never been here or doesn't know anybody, then if they go on there, whether it's our website or our social media, they're going to go on there and see there's these awesome people that are willing and volunteering to take care of your children or any other ministry, the care ministry, for example. You know what I mean? So we always want to have that come-as-you-are type of mentality in our social media and our website just so that everybody's welcome. No one feels pressured. You know, oh, they might not accept me. And so that's one thing we want to make sure we get across. And yeah. Another thing to avoid is uh, repeating social media posts. So just keeping it fresh, uh, just constantly coming up with new ideas, new ways to reach different people, uh, just, you know, getting it out there. You're like, yeah. right? Just yeah. We, we, you know, um, we, use a, we, we get a lot of inspira- inspiration from other, from other outlets, you know, as far as either other churches, how they're doing things, or... Um, there's different creators like on YouTube that come up with some crazy stuff. And so, you know, constantly we're looking at that stuff. Not that we're following them, but uh, we, need, we need inspiration as well. And, and, of course, in doing that, a lot of prayer, mm-hmm. prayer and fasting as well. We can't do any of this without prayer and fasting. Um, God constantly will, will input into us, like I said earlier, uh, if we're not injecting the word into our lives, we'll never be inspired, you know. So constantly do that, pray and fast. Yeah. Another thing is uh, posting only promoting your events and your services. That's like a big thing to avoid. Uh, sometimes it comes off as a like always come to our church, come to our church. You know, we never reach out to them. So that's another thing. You know, just only posting. Come to midweek, and we made that mistake coming in to the, like, doing of the social media, when you, like, scroll all the way down, it's just our Sunday services, come to our midweek services, come to Sunday service, come to midweek. And we found kind of like, okay, there's kind of like a decline. We thought this was supposed to be, you know, engaging with people, but we found that posting always, like, just come to our services. It's like, okay, maybe we should reach out to them more, like, what's, you know, what can we, how can we pray for you, stuff like that. So that's another thing just to avoid. Yeah, an example is for what she said earlier, is posting stuff like asking for prayer requests, you know, how's your day going, stuff like that, just, you know, on our stories, you know, reach out to them, you know, just like you have an outreach, okay, well, your social media is an outreach platform, so reach out to them, you know, ask them how they're doing. If they left you a comment, you know, say you posted a quote and somebody said amen, try and reply to them, you know what I mean? Try and say, God bless, thank you, you know, we'll pray for you, whatever it is. Constantly reach out to them. Yeah, so going with uh, the constantly reach out to them, have someone, maybe like a volunteer, open up that platform to say, hey, would you like to help out responding to uh, messages that we get, messages that people leave comments and stuff. It just, it keeps us active. It keeps us, you know, community going. Like there's someone always like liking their comment or responding to the messages. It just creates that uh, back and forth, you know. It, it secures like our community and stuff. So that's another thing. And then another thing is uh, measuring your 
growth on social media. That's something that we kind of look past, but you want to constantly sleep. Like, if you're doing the social media thing, you want to make sure you're growing. Yeah, even your website. You want to make sure that people are, you know, responding to you, you're engaging with your posts. And if you have any questions on that, like, also, like, you can see us. But it's like a, it's like a whole other, like, lesson. But, uh, <laughs> But measuring, make sure you're measuring your growth on social media. That's a that's a that's a big platform. Make sure you know your your posts are reaching people. That's also you know yeah, very important. We're, yeah, we're constantly checking our statistics and on all our on all our platforms to see how we're doing, like she said. And um, if there's something that's not working, stop doing it and try something else. You know what I mean? Like she said earlier, keep it fresh. Always try something different. Always try something new. You never want to stay in that same spot, just like in our lives. You know, we don't want to stay in that same boat of we're doing this over and over again. You don't want to make it a routine. You always want to change up things, you know? Um, so that's great. Um, and um, we're going to wind it down a little bit. Um, <clears throat> and the next thing we want to talk about is excellence and passion. Uh, in Colossians 3.23, says, And whatever you do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not to men. So, when I think of that, I think of excellence. I do with all my heart. Do everything with all my heart. I don't say, just throw it up there. Make this real quick and throw it up there. No. Take my time. If I do something, and it's like, uh, it shouldn't be, uh, it shouldn't be, it's all right. No, it should be, that looks awesome. That's great. And that's in anything we do, even in our lives. It needs to be excellent. Especially if you're doing it for the Lord. Especially if you're, if you're volunteering at your church, do it with all you have. You know what I mean? Um, putting this conference together seems like it's easy. No. Trust me, it's not. It's a lot of hard behind-the-scenes work. It takes time. It takes a, months of planning. We, we, we met back in, what, March, February, since we started planning conference. And what was the first thing to, that we talked about? Be ready to serve, to give your all. That's our goal for this conference is to come with the serving heart. And as a creative team, uh, it's just not like we said, photos and videos, but it's helping out. Why am I wearing this? Because I'm here to serve. How can I help? You know, I'm just not a drummer. I'm just not a sound guy. I'm just not in the creative team. I'm here to serve people. And that goes for every single ministry, I believe, is serve the people Please them. Make them want to come back. Make them see that God is in us. You know what I mean? Don't just be like, oh, yeah, it's over there. <laughs> last, <laughs> last night, last night I had, a, I had a, somebody here for the first time. They were like, um, where do I go to check in? And, um, or where do I take my kids? Blah, blah, blah. What time? I was like, you know what? I'm not 100% sure, but let me walk you over to this person. They have all those answers. Be engaging, engage with them. Walk with them. You know, talk with them. I asked them how their day was. They're like, oh, it's great. It's great to be here. Blah, blah, blah. You know? And that's just giving a helping hand. Um, another thing is when I think of doing it all with your heart and not to men is to be real. We need to be real. Especially on our social media, on our website. Like all this we talked about, posting about, original photos, posting original content, you're being real. You know, we don't want to make our church seem like we're fake. You know what I mean? We're not fake. We're definitely real. God's made us all equal. 
And we are here to do one thing, and that's to reach the world for Christ. We are here to spread his name across everything we do. And just like I said, give it all that you have, and with passion. Give, <laughs> give 100 all the time. Um, and be real about who you are, first of all. Don't ever forget that God saved you, God raised you, and God's using you in a mighty way. Whether you're in ministry or not, um, he's using you in some different type of way. And um, if the creative team is something that you're into, if you like being on social media, which <laughs> statistics say almost 99% of people are on social media now. You know what I mean? We're always on our phones. We're always looking, scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Facebook, tweeting, doing all that, Snapchat. Um, Snapchat's one thing we haven't got to yet because the audience is not crazy for it. But So if we can be that little light in somebody's everyday scroll where they'll see an inspirational quote, then we're doing our job, right? We're getting that word across, you know? And... Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions, you know what I mean? Don't be, don't be afraid to go to your pastor and say, hey, I noticed that our, our social media is kind of lacking, you know what I mean? Whatever it may be. If that's you in here and you want to help out, there's a place for you, you know what I mean? Um, that's what we did. We went up to Pastelazar one day. Hey, we want to start a creative team. What's that? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even a creative team yet. It was called, we just wanted to help with social media because there was a lacking in it. It wasn't being taken care of daily. You know what I mean? Because we saw other churches doing that. We are like, hey, we should be doing that for our church. We should be taking the initiative and doing that as well. So what did we do? Yeah, we went to Pastor Salazar. We were scared because this was something new. And he was like, yeah, why not? We're like, all right. <laughs> and, and then some months went by. We were doing it with our phones, like we said. And what do you know? We asked Pastor, hey, can we get a camera? Yes. We bought our own camera. And then some of the people that we got to be on our team have cameras. Now we have six cameras in our church. And now we have awesome iPads and computers that we've been blessed with um, from church, from parents, etc. Um, we have we, We've taught ourselves how to use this technology. We've taught ourselves how to use Photoshop, how to use Premiere Pro. And they're not easy applications. And, um, and a lot of the stuff we do is, honestly, we do it on our phones. So a lot of social media, just like you're on your phone, we create a lot of, our, of the stuff on our phones. It doesn't have to be rocket science where you need an iPad or a computer to do this stuff. There's apps out there that you can download on your phones. Pastor Lee is a great example. The other day, he asked me to make a video. I was busy. What did he do? He downloaded an app, and in 15 minutes, he made himself his own video. And that thing looks awesome. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so anybody can do it. You know what I mean? This app that we use is called the Over app. And in Over, if you go on our social media right now, the majority of our stuff on there is made on this app. It's amazing. You can do photo editing, text. Yeah, Over. Mm -hmm. It's called Over. It's a yellow circle. It looks like Target, but it's yellow. Yes, O-V-E-R, yes. And that app, you can do text onto graphics, onto photos, etc. You can do edit videos. You can edit your photos and videos. You can do the color change, add filters. Um, you can change the size for either a post 
or if you want it for an Instagram story. It's an amazing app that we use, and we were so blessed when we found it um, because at the beginning, Photoshop is all we knew, but we didn't know how to use it because <laughs> Photoshop, Photoshop takes years to, to, to complete. So that's just uh, one of the quick ones we, we had. Um, we, I think we have 10, 15 minutes, right? Um, so if we're going to go into question Q&A time. So does anybody have any questions? So we go, yes, over there. Oh, we're going to get the mic to you real quick. I'm sorry. Because we're recording, so we want to get you in the, in the mix. So get, get the mic. We'll get the mic. Right there. Yes. I heard you say the over app, but you also mentioned, was that Premiere Pro? Yes. So Adobe Premiere Pro is a, um, a video editing software. It's, it's really high end, and it does cost to use, of course, um, like everything nowadays. Um, so <laughs> Adobe Premiere Pro is an, an awesome software that we use to make pretty much all our video. Um, that you So like the, uh, if you guys saw it in your church, our conference teaser promotional video, that was created on Adobe Premiere Pro. So you can take video clips on there, you can edit them, you can add music, add different filters, transitions, and all that. But it does take time to learn, and best source to learn is either find somebody that knows how to use it, or YouTube. <laughs> Tutorials on YouTube, yes. We had another question somewhere? Lori? He's going to get to the mic. Okay, so um, you guys had mentioned about posting the kids. Yes. But um, I work in nursery, and they had told us before that we're not allowed to post the kids uh, for legal reasons. So, like, yes. what would you recommend? Like, do we have, like, um, like a consent form from the parents that they sign, or do we ver get verbal consent on that? Or for other churches, like, how would you recommend um, mm -hmm. going about that? So I've also been asked the same thing, but usually if I know the leader of that parent, like, if you, if you go back to that slide, it's all leader parents. So... That's a, one of our media guys' kids, our worship leader's kids, and our care team's kids. So I would just ask them, and they're usually 100% okay with it. If not, back, back shots, like of them coloring or of them watching the message, that's also like, it's yeah. not, they're not showing their face, so mm -hmm. back shots, you know, like of them yeah. teaching. Them. Yeah, we don't have any legal consent forms, and yeah. we don't really want to ask for any of that. It's a lot of work, and um, there could be a lot involved in that. So like she said, if they're cool, you can ask them, hey, is that all right? You know, we take some photos of your kids. Is these cool? You can maybe even show them real quick, you know, and just get their, get their little verbal permission. That's about it. Sounds good. Thank questions? you. Questions, questions, questions. Oh, yeah, JoJo over here. Goodbye. Give you mine. Uh, so my first question is, what do you guys think about, uh, I hear people saying about like investing to get more advertisement in your post, um, and how successful do you guys think that is? Um, so I'll elaborate on that one. Um, so you're asking about investing into the post? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so it does help a lot, honestly. Um, for example, for the conference, we did put a little bit of money into promoting. We knew we were going to have a large audience already, so we didn't do too, too much. But um, per se, you have an outreach coming up. Like in August, we're going to have our summer bash. We want the whole community to come out. We're going to be passing out flyers to our community, of course, but there's some people that won't even take the time to look at it. But they're always on social media. 
You know what I mean? So what we do for Instagram and Facebook, per se, is we will do the promotion. So one thing we encourage you to do is if you have social media for your church, make it a business account, a strict business account. That's one major key that we suggest you do for your social media for your church, not a personal account. It shouldn't be where um, I have to add you as a friend in order to follow you on a church. The church should be a free open, so you should be able to look at anything you want. It should be unlocked, and either the follow or the like button is able to be pressed. And so when we do that, when you have a business account, when you make a post, you can hit promote it. You can spend $5. And $5 on Instagram will broaden your audience from, say you have 300 followers on your Instagram page for your church. That $5 will promote up to over 1,000 more people in your city. So if, your Insta- if our Instagram is located in Norwalk, if we have our location set at Norwalk, and I put $5 into a post tomorrow, and you can set it up, uh, say you spend $5, and you want it to promote for three days, for the next three days, right? So I want it to start Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It'll end on Friday. The promotion per day will reach about two to 400 people extra from what you already have following you. So that's a, it's super cheap. It's, it's super easy to do. Put your credit card in there, and, you know, that's pretty much it. Um, one thing that we do suggest, though, is make sure you do have a Facebook and an Instagram that match. So when you post something on Instagram, it's easy to post it on Instagram and have it shared to Facebook. It'll share the exact same photo or video, et cetera, flyer, and the caption. And when you, when you do the promotion, they'll be connected. So you'll be promoting on both social media pages, which is awesome. So does that pretty much answer the question? Yeah. Pastor Ruben. That's huge. And I just want to, because that's the big thing. That's one of the things that we talked about, promotion. So $20 can get you a, a month's worth of visitors. So if you are posting a revival ahead of time, do 20 bucks for the entire month. And um, it will literally give you so much visitors in it. And the same thing with that, um, do your, your radius of your location of your church, five miles, three miles. And then you're also able to pick the type of people that you want to reach. Now, don't get upset. Tag people. Don't just tag churchy people. You get it? You want to tag other locations that where people are looking on Instagram or on Facebook. So basically what it does, it sponsors when people are looking at it. So if someone was looking at, so like what we do is we put Lakers, okay? So someone who is a Laker fan, and that's all they've been looking at, well, why did New Harvest come up on it? Because we tagged Lakers. We tagged, um, we, we tagged bars. And basically, if someone is scrolling, you know, at midnight and they're, like, looking for a bar, but why did the church come up? Well, because we tagged a bar. Um, so just be careful, okay? But, um, but it works. Trust me, it does. 
Yes. Thank you, Pastor Ruben. Yes. Yeah. He's our he's our man. He's our second right hand man. I swear. He's awesome. Thank you so much. Um, any other questions? Yes, right here. You can give me your mic. Do you guys have like certain requirements for your team to be on it? Like, is there like a schedule that you guys have, or like mm -hmm. requirements in order to be on the team? Yes. And what do you expect from them? Yes, that's a great question. Go ahead and get your mic. Back. It's a great, great question. Um, so yes, our ministry, our team is a ministry in our church. So as for any ministry in your church, if your church has a requirement for you to be in ministry for New Harvest, you have to at least be coming here for six months. That's, our, that's New Harvest Norwalk's requirement to be in any ministry. So talk with your pastor and see what his requirement is. Because every church is different. There's smaller churches, larger churches. You might have different rules. So talk with your pastors and your churches. For New Harvest Norwalk, it is six months. And um, for responsibility in our team, we give a lot of responsibility to each person that we have. We have a lot of responsibility. And um, we expect nothing but the best. And um, like I said, we do have a calendar we stay up, we, we have, right? And we expect if you have a post that needs to be done for tomorrow, uh, we need it by no later than this time tonight so that we can schedule it to be posted tomorrow morning, you know, something like that, whatever it might be. We want to make sure that we always have everything ahead of time. Not, oh, we need to post a post today, but it's already 3 o'clock in the afternoon, you just miss six hours of people seeing it because some people work graveyard, you know what I mean? Or some people go to bed. And the way algorithms work on social media is they're insane. So there's sometimes you might not, you might not even see something we post. But if you post it as early as you can in the morning, we use an app. What is it called? Hootsuite, right? Yeah, so we use an app called Hootsuite. And that's, that schedules all of our posts. Basically, we upload our photos and videos onto there, and we can set it uh, for July 17th and post it at 5 a.m. It'll automatically post it for you. You know what I mean? So Hootsuite, Hootsuite, there's a, there's a bunch of different apps out there that do it, but um, that's one that we found that works pretty good is Hootsuite. Um, it's been out for years. It's been out for years and years. H-O-T-T uh, and then Suite. H O O H O O H O O T S U I T E. So like a hotel suite and then hoot. Who it came from Twitter. Because you know the little bird is a, is a tweet. So there's also hoot different suite. ones. There's one called Later. Yes. And there's one called I think it's like Buffer or something like that. Yes. If you're trying to do that. Yeah, a lot of people use Buffer and Hoot Suite. So those are like the two main ones. Yes, question right here. I'll give you my mic. Oh, he's got one. It works? So thank you. So one of the um, recommendations on the slides was to uh, make sure you respond to comments and messages. Yes. Um, so when you post stuff that maybe would return like negative mm -hmm. feedback, how do you guys deal with that, and how do you respond so that way there's not really a debate or people ha are left with a negative taste in their mouth? Yeah, that's always an interesting one. Okay, so I usually do this. If they have an encounter with our church negatively, uh, we usually try to reach out to them, like direct message. It's, if, these are, if they leave a review, we just reach out to them direct messagely and say, we're sorry this happened. But if it's like a, just a hater, honestly, just delete the comment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm really serious. If it's a hater, just delete the comment. Like, move on. Yes. You know, but if Haters, they did really yeah. have an experience with your church, I would definitely reach out to them yes. and, you know, just try to, you know, try to be, like, 
yes. on their level. If they have, if they have a, a like, if it's sincere and it's like, it sounds like it's real, then maybe you can reach out to them, like she said. Um, we had one not too long ago say that this incident happened in the church. We, we followed up and we talked to the people she was talking about. We followed up with them and asked them what happened. And then we, we talked to, with the pastor and we sent them back a direct message. We apologized, you know, anything we can do for you or here for you, you know, just sent them a sincere apology. But like I said, be real. You know, we're not, we're not trying to be fake. And if it is a review, we do have a review on our Facebook right now. And um, we're not going to delete it because we're not, we're not going to try and blow it off like it didn't happen. It's there. You know what I mean? Um, just like you go to a restaurant and there's bad reviews and good reviews, you have to leave the bad ones there. It's, it's unfortunately, you can't delete it. But um, pray, pray for that person. You know what I mean? That they would see that, you know, it's not always like that. You know what I mean? Or whatever it could be. So, but um, then again, we had a message yesterday, that, that girl that sent us a message on Instagram, she was just thanking us. Her father just passed away. Some of our pastors went to his funeral. She just wanted to say thank you, how much they meant that we went. Um, and, and so I just replied, hey, God bless you. Sorry about your loss. Our condolences. He's a great man. He's a great guy, um, et cetera, you know. And that was it. And she just said, thank you with a smiley face. And that's all we had to do. And that one was a great one. But like you said, there could be, there are going to be those ones. They're going to be bad. But like she said, hate is going to hate. So, <laughs> you know, it's going to happen. You know, there, no one's perfect. You know, no, not one church is perfect on earth. So, Gabby, give me your mic. Gabby has a question. So, about, um, not creating, like, Posting church-related um, things on the profiles of the churches. Mm -hmm. What would you think about churches like putting their political views, like sharing it as a church? Oh yes, yeah. So, I would. Yeah. yeah, we would suggest not to. Um, our church is is meant to reach the community through the Word of God, through our church's vision, which is reaching the world, reaching the community. So if you do have a social media page, keep it directly to either. Post about what's going on in your church or post the Word of God. That's what your church or social media or website should be for. Um, I wouldn't, you know, dare to post anything about politics. No, no retweeting, no reposting about what Trump just said. <laughs> That's not what we're here to do. You know what I mean? We're here to spread, you know, the love of Jesus. And, uh, oh, yes, question in the back. David? Right there. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. One question here. We have one minute. Uh, question. Like, I know sometimes, uh, do you guys, like, follow people? And, like, how do you balance that, who to follow? Um, like, do you guys do, like, a, I know people do, like, follow for a follow and stuff, mm. like, weird <laughs> stuff like that. How do you guys balance who you follow and who you don't? <laughs> so, usually, uh, when we first started, it's like we wanted to get the word out, so we follow literally everybody. And then as time went on, it's like, okay, unfollow them. But we just follow, like, New Harvest pastors and, like, their pastor's wives and stuff like that. So yeah. we don't really associate with, like, I don't know, your, <laughs> I don't know, your mom or something. Yeah, yeah. We, we try just, to – We just really yeah. stick to the church, like, you're their pastors, the church yeah. is, stuff like that. That's it. Yeah. Because <laughs> – No, no, for sure. The last thing we want to do is – yeah. The last thing we want to do is um, have a bunch of spam on our, on our social media accounts – on anything, 
So, yeah, um, for us, basically all we follow are literally all the pastors almost, every single New Harvest church that we have, if they have one, uh, and then a lot of the leaders. You know what I mean? Um, that's pretty much all we follow, and, um, and that's pretty much it. We, we try to keep it to a minimal. Uh, we don't want spam. We don't want anything like that coming our way. You know, the church, the church is the holy ground, and our outreaching is holy, and social media website, all that, it's part of an outreach. So let's keep it clean. Let's keep it simple and beautiful, right? Um, And so we're going to close. We're going to do a prayer, and you guys have a great day. Okay. All right. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time, Father God. Thank you for this workshop, Father God. We pray that our words have been um, put across that they're understandable, Father God. We pray... um, once again, for this conference, that you would just do a mighty work in it, Father God. I thank you for everyone that showed up today, Father God, that you would bless them, Father God, that you would um, continue to use them, Father God, that you would continue to use us as creatives, and that um, any, any of their heart's desires in creative creativity would just be used, Father God, that um, you would take them to their next level, Father God, in their, in their minds and in their hearts, Father God. And I pray for um, any creative team in our fellowship, that you would just lift them up, Father God. You would rise new people, Father God, in every church, Father God, and that they would just, man, show the world who New Harvest is and show them, of course, who you are, Father God. The main reason we are here is because of you, Father God, and we want to always remember to lift you on high in everything we do with excellence and with passion. We thank you, Jesus, for all you've done. In Jesus' name we all say amen. Amen. Thank Thank you, guys.